Hey, hey, I'm Jimmy Bullard, and this is me old muck of Venus. We're back together, son. How are you? Hey, Bully, great to be back working with you. What are we doing here, though? We're starting a football club in podcast form. The only thing we know, it's called FC Bullard. After that, it's all up for grabs. So, we haven't got any players, we haven't got a kit, we haven't got a club badge, we haven't got a stadium. Correct. FC Bullard. Welcome to the club. This is a crowd podcast. This podcast is sponsored by He Likes Dirty Jokes. It's James Oaks. To be more like James, go to patreon.com, search for Joe Marler Show and become an official sponsor today. Joe Marler is a big hearted man and he's got a podcast plan. It's the Joe Marla Show. It's the Joe Marla Show. Oh, oh, oh. Hello and welcome to the Joe Marla Show. I'm Joe Marla and I will be shortly followed by Tom Fordyce. I could really stitch you up just by not saying anything and then you wouldn't be <laughs> shortly followed by me. You, Joe, we've got an ice cream innovator coming on today. Yes. Um, and I believe they're going to be bringing some samples from their ice cream shop. You've just eaten two donuts. My mouth. <laughs> my mouth. My mouth, my mouth. My mouth is watering at the prospect of tasting some ice creams. <laughs> what are your top three ice cream flavours? But I'm very disappointed that you've mentioned I've already eaten two donuts <laughs> as if that's going to affect my appetite for ice cream don't try and take me down to Chinatown motherfucker <laughs> I'm going to give you some either ors in that case Joe if you can't give me your three two one of ice cream flavours here's your first one strawberry or chocolate chocolate number two mint choc chip or rum and raisin mint choc chip <laughs> number three a seasonal option Lemon curd flavour for Easter or mince pie flavour for Christmas? Neither. And why is lemon curd seasonal to Easter? I don't know. Which one is it? Neither. You can't have a neither in an either or. Oh, yeah. It's like one or the other. Neither. (laughs) I'm fucking eating it. (laughs) Shall we get our guest on, Joe? Please, 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 sir, I want some more. Have you noticed, Joe, that if you say the word ice cream very quickly in succession, it sounds like you're saying something else? Ice cream, 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 my pants. Is that what you meant? That'll that'll do. Our guest today is an ice cream innovator. Hello, Julie. Welcome. Hello, Joe. Joe, we had some confusion over the word innovator. Yeah, you did, didn't you? Where, should we just ask Julie to explain what she does? Well, I make ice cream and we make ice cream from scratch. So we start with all the raw ingredients and then we concoct amazing flavours. We use unusual and unique flavours. Actually, unique's a pretty useless word, isn't it? But, I mean, we do. <laughs> we do unusual <laughs> flavours, some of which I brought today. Joe, what, hang on. What are, the, what are the 
basic ingredients of ice cream then? So there's four main ingredients in our ice cream. Cream, milk, sugar, eggs. Yum, yum, yum and yum. Eggs. Egg yolk. Yeah. Egg yolk? Yeah. Egg yolk is in ice cream? Yeah. Egg well, yolk. it's not in everybody's ice cream, but it's in a traditional kind of British ice cream. Yeah. How do we? Do, how do you do that? I thought you'd get yeah. salmonella. Sa- salmon. <laughs> is it salmon? Salmon? Salmon. Salmonella. Salmon. <laughs> I thought you'd get salmon if you eat eggs. Salmonella. <laughs> salmonella. Fucking why can't I say it? Salmonella. Salmonella? I thought you'd yeah. get salmonella from eggs. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what is the you, egg doing so, in the hang ice cream? On. So, you, so we buy in pasteurised egg yolk and then we re-pasteurise it so it's perfectly safe. Um, it binds it together. It's it's an emulsifier. It kind of, yeah, gets everything so it joins together. But, you know, in America they use things like cornflour. Lots of people don't use eggs. And lots of the cheaper brands of ice cream just use lots of cheap ingredients and a lot of air tom have you ever put corn flour with hair conditioner tell me more joe what does it do makes like a like a jelly kids putty that oh. they can play with and it smells wonderful it's that's a nice diversion i'll try it when i get home cool <laughs> julie has brought in joe um three boxes these are not small boxes joe so when i heard that julie was bringing in some samples i was expecting julie to bring in maybe two or three pots, maybe four if we were lucky. Julie has brought in the equivalent of golden shoe boxes, three of them, and I've had a little look inside just one of them, Joe. I would estimate they were 12 different pots of ice cream. Oh, I'm salivating. Would you like to know the flavours? Please. Number one, salted caramel and almond nut. Ugh. Brittle. <laughs> That's our bestseller. Promising start joke. Sorry. I would like a reaction to each one. Now, I am reading this correctly. Stracklia Bella. That's like a sore throat. So that's Stracciatella, but with a pink chocolate through it. So we've named it after our chef Maria, who's Italian. Fair. Next flavour, Joe, and I'll be honest, I will be scoffing this one unless you wrestle me for it. Um, this one, Seville Orange Marmalade. What? Yeah. As in marmalade? Yeah, I've just said marmalade, yeah. Why did you say marmalade? Just to see your reaction. <laughs> <laughs> your next flavour, Joe. Violet Choc Chip. Not violent Choc Chip, but violet Choc Chip. Is it, is it violet coloured? No. Okay. <laughs> violet chalk chip I'm trying to work it is it does it belong to violet so yeah so it is the the flavor comes from the underneath of the violet leaf violet leaf I thought a violet was a color is it I thought oh, so a like it you know flower is it, yeah is violet yeah. a flower oh <laughs> <laughs> I'll move swiftly on Joe to our next flavor which is lavender oh I don't know I don't know about that. Really? You have lavender if you want to go to sleep, don't you, and want to calm down. Will that calm me down? Might do. Oh, yeah, I'll have that. Okay, maybe I'll be more open to it. Be more open, Joe. Be more open. Come on. Tom, in all of those flavours, I haven't heard you say vanilla. Well, Julie? Well, there is no vanilla. What? Yeah. So, yeah, so people... I was going to test you on that one. 
Oh, I right. think. Hang on. Oh, it's too late now. I was going to take that out. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> Joe, um, what, what have we just seen? Horseradish. Horseradish. Horseradish ice cream. <laughs> that is brilliant with chocolate. A scoop of horseradish and a scoop of chocolate. I heard it's great it's with really a bit of strong. lamb as well. It's, smell that. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, no. Is it hot as well? Like, yeah. Is it, it's uh, quite, yeah. It should... Clear your nasal passages. <laughs> Cross, you need a lot more than that for my nasal passages. <laughs> quite, quite long, aren't they? <laughs> you were telling us about vanilla. Oh, yeah. So vanilla shot up in price sort of four or five years ago when there was a really bad harvest. And so it went from about £85 a kilo to about... It's about £580 a kilo. Oh, um, my God. It's gone down now. So, in fact, we just got some samples in last week. So we use Madagascan vanilla pods, so we will start making it again. So you so, use vanilla pods? Yeah. Act like proper yeah, so vanilla like, as opposed you know, to vanilla seven, extract? Yeah, that's horrible, that stuff. You, you top- need to kind of, you know, split open the pods, scrape them... Get all the seeds out and then you mix it all in with a hot mix, leave it for two or three days and then you strain it out. And then if you're really clever, you wash all the vanilla pods and you put them in your sugar and you make vanilla sugar. Do you know, Tom, this one's for you, do you know where vanilla flavouring comes from? Well, vanilla. (coughs) What? Julie, I'll ask you, do you know know where vanilla flavouring comes from? Vanilla flavouring? It's probably been nowhere near a vanilla pod, has it? You're right, nowhere near a vanilla pod. <laughs> You're looking very pleased with yourself. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I've discovered that uh, the vanilla flavouring in baked goods and sweets comes from... <laughs> this is... It's true. It comes from a goo called castorium which can be found in the anal excretion of beavers. What? Yep. So it comes from the anal excretions of beavers. Beaver butts secrete... <laughs> beaver butts. That's so cute, actually. Beaver butts. Oh, that's not cute. Beaver butts secrete a goo called castorium, which the animals use to mark their territory. It's actually quite a sweet nice way of thinking it. I mean, where it's come from is hideous, but you don't, you're both looking at me as if that's oh, completely uh, bollocks. Yeah, I was thinking but that also sounds quite expensive. I'm sure that vanilla flavouring or vanilla essence or whatever, I'm sure it's not even that complicated, isn't it? Just something they manufacture in a big factory somewhere. Yeah, but what's, without beaver butts. What's more, what's... What's I mean, who's that? going to collect that? Yeah, but what's that complicated about lifting up a beaver tail and collecting some <laughs> goo from the beaver butt? That's not hard. Like, like, well, just, hang on, the beaver is just going to be supine, just let you lift up its tail. It's going to run. You, you give him, you give him some. We give him some ruby violet ice cream as a <laughs> as an exchange. I give you ice cream. You give me your butt goo. <laughs> It sounds so, gross. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but next time there's a vanilla-flavoured sweet, I ain't fucking going anywhere near it. I'm sorry about that. All right, here's an important question. Tom, are you a cone or a cup man? I'm glad you asked, Joe. I am a dyed-in-the-wool cup man. As a child, cone every step of the way. Yeah. As an adult, I've migrated firmly to the cup camp why was it was it is it because like the adult versions of cones tend to be really quite hard 
and you know that they're, they're like the stripy ones, yeah. whereas the kids' versions are the really thin, traditional wafer type. Is that what's put you off? I found that the wafer, because I would eat the as a child, I would eat the ice cream by licking it, which meant that the ice cream would gradually compress into the cone, and then when you got to say the bottom two centimeters of the cone, you would say to your brother or your sister, "I've got a mini ice cream." because it would look like you had a mini version of your original ice cream. As an adult, I lick the ice cream, I tend to sort of nibble it, therefore I'd be left with more cone without ice cream, and then I would try and eat it, and it was like putting blotting paper in my mouth. (laughs) What do you mean you nibble ice cream? My teeth. Oh, my... What? How are you doing that? Julie, tell me that's not wrong. You can eat it however you like, I don't mind. But you need good cones, then you'd eat the cone. What's a what, good... You see? No, you yeah. Don't. What's a good you... cone? Well, it's not those kind of papery, wafery, thin things that you're talking about. So, actually, our cones come from Spain, but they're hard-baked, really, really good cones. And so they should be almost as tasty as the ice cream itself. So I think it's important to walk down the street with a cone, particularly in the UK, and imagine that you're in somewhere hot. (laughs) Because, let's face it, most of the time you're not, are you? (laughs) I'm very much a cone man. Are you? Yeah. I like like having that thought when I'm lying in bed um, (laughs) with my ice cream, which happens quite often, to be fair. I like how the picture of myself on the seafront. Yeah. You know, oh, I wish, yeah, I'm a picture of myself. It's, it's half 11 at night, but I still get that, that little moment. I prefer the cone because then you get, it's like two meals in one. You go with the soft, you lick the ice cream and you enjoy that. And then you get a nice crunch after. And I actually really, really enjoy when the cones have got like a small bite of hard chocolate at the bottom. You're talking about Cornetto. Cornettos, yeah. I like like that version. Yeah, Yeah, I really, really like that. When did you first manage a a whole Cornetto, Joe? Because I think I was maybe 10 or 11 before I could do a whole one. I was nine months. (laughs) (laughs) Never look back. I've built my life around ice creams, actually. I'm so excited about it. I actually, ice lollies, I do a lot more easily because yeah. they come in like packs of ten. Yeah, so I, d- I don't have to go up and fill it, fill up a new cone every time. I can just have them by the side of the bed, and I tend to go for the the fresh orange ones. Oh, yeah. You get the packs of four. I'll do two packs in one sitting, and just away you go. Like, so it's just, you do an eight in a sitting. Yeah. Okay. Wow. But that's not that much, is it? It's like a pint of orange juice, essentially, just frozen. In eight on eight sticks. (laughs) That's how I view it. And it's orange juice, so I'm getting some vitamin C in me. There's no judgment. There's no judgment here. This room is just be who you want to be, be whatever you want to be, talk about whatever you want to talk about. Who the fuck is ringing me? (laughs) Oh no. Furniture warehouse. Okay. We'll leave them. I've ordered a giant life size cone for the house. (laughs) (laughs) Julie, where do you stand on the Mr. Whippy? Do you view the Mr. Whippy as the entry point for people into the world of ice cream and they'll subsequently develop their tastes and start eating ruby violet ice cream? Ruby violet ice cream. (laughs) Or do you see it as chemical filth which may or may not have been invented by Mrs. Thatcher? Yeah, it's difficult, isn't it? I mean, 
Everybody sort of loves the idea of Mr. Whippy. They like the ice cream van. They like the whole kind of look of it, especially if it has a flake in the top. But actually, it is mostly crap. Huh. It is. You know, you go into Booker's and you can see the great big packs of powder and you just add water and air and whiz it up and sell it for two or three pounds. Is it ice cream to you or not? No, no. What is no, it? Not, what would you, what would you just, call it? Well, I probably can't say that on air, but a frozen I dessert. Think, um, I think it. Just... Oh, she wants to go harder. <laughs> <laughs> you want? I'll say. I know. I, mean, I can see. It, I can. Read, and you're not comfortable saying it. I can say it. it's fucking shit. That's what you're saying. It isn't great, is it? <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I suppose each everybody should have what they want basically if people says, want to eat it then fine but Mr. i don't want to eat it says mr whippy ice cream's made from skim milk and cream mm. it also says it's 90 percent fat free and contains less sugar than the other ice creams and snack bars except from the mr whippy website it, it, right, it is it's, it's i've just looked it's mrwhippy.co <laughs> yeah i think there's yeah i don't think that's entirely true oh no but my research work really needs to improve. <laughs> OK, so we've got Mr Whippy. What, what about... Um... But, you know, you love the van with the jingle and everything. Isn't that a mobile phone? I was going to say. It's a Nokia. <laughs> what is the song, then? What's the ice cream song? I don't know. What's the markup on a 99 flake? God, it must be huge. 200%. (gasps) Well, I don't know, but it must be huge. I'm confused, though, because I thought they were called a 99 because they cost 99p. And I recently went to a festival with my children who... My wife wasn't particularly happy about it, but... The kids were. I let them have ice creams every day, the five days we were there. You know, I thought, you yeah, know, go for it. We're, it's essentially our holiday, you do what you want. And she's giving me the looks, like, as if I don't want them all to grow up looking like you. So stop, <laughs> <laughs> stop feeding them what you eat. That's the look. She doesn't say it out loud, but I know that's uh, her head saying that. You know, so I let them go. And they wanted a 99 flake. I was like, yeah, that's fine. I've got some change or whatever. It's fine. Yeah. Get out of that. £3.50. £3.50? For a single 99 flake. £3.50. Why the f- fudge is it called 99 if I'm paying £3.50? doesn't make sense. It should be... What should it be called, Tom? £3.50? £350. What was it? <laughs> <laughs> Like, I guess it's not, daylight robbery. it's not quite got the same ring to it as a, as a 99. Daddy can have a 350. So they're not actually called 99s yeah. for the price. I think, well, I would have thought that was originally why they were called a 99. Unfortunately, they're uh, not. No? No, it's not because they cost at 99p, actually. That is not the case at all. Let me indulge. Enlighten us. Yeah, let me indulge in you. But what is it? What do you say? Enlighten us. Let me in love fucking hell. 
<laughs> Does it get edited? <laughs> <laughs> That's staying in, Steve. <laughs> Let me enlighten you. In the days of the monarchy in Italy, the king had a specially chosen guard consisting of 99 men. Ah. And subsequently, anything really special or first class was known as a 99. Even in Italy, where they speak Italian, they called it a 99? No, they say nuff nuff. Nainio, <laughs> <laughs> nainio? <laughs> That's a good fact, though, Joe. Do you know what nine is in it- Italian? Looking at Julie first. No, I don't. Why don't you put what what ninety nine is in Italian instead? (laughs) (laughs) Julie, the word that I've just seen appear on screen (laughs) is a word which has quite a few syllables in. I won't go with ninety (laughs) nine. Nov, nov, nov. (laughs) That's nine nine. Or is it no noevi noevi? Just try the other one. Have one crack at ninety nine. Nov nov. <laughs> Nova Novantonov. Novantonov. Nove at the end. Novantonove. Yeah, there we go. That sounds quite good. Uh, Novantonove. Yeah, ciao bella. You know, ciao. Yeah. No Novantonove. <laughs> Would you like a Novantonove with a flake, yo? I should definitely be an ice cream man. When can we just these ice creams, Julie? Yeah, yeah, when can we start eating them? Oh, I still feel a bit rock hard. Hang on. Do we need Joe to sit on them like a, like a oh, hen? Yeah. You don't want <laughs> me to sit on them. The flavours will dramatically change. They have been up. So Steve's eating one. Oh, yeah. Steve's eating one. He's, Is he really? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's a piggy. Okay, Joe. Well, listen, while we wait for them to defrost a little bit, should we get some ads in? Hello. I'm Sam Walker. I've spent the last few months talking to this guy. I'm a hunter. It's what I do. He's called KC. Our rules of engagement are pretty simple. If we have to pull a trigger on one person, they're all going to go. He's an American vigilante. And there is one of the biggest men I've ever seen. And he's got a knife in his hand. He rescues kidnapped children. There's no feeling in the world like putting a child back in the arms of its parents. By any means necessary. Well, it's ugly. You want me to make sure I don't hurt anybody? He scares me. And he kind of looked at me and I said, I swear to God, I said, if you do anything other than what I told you to do, I said, I'm going to kill you right here. And he might scare you. About got tears in your eyes right now just thinking about that, don't you? Download the podcast, American Vigilante. Download American Vigilante. Out now. Now. I'm Ellis James. I'm Mike Bubbins. And I'm Steph Guerrero. I would kill off with any footballer to get a Premier yeah, League absolutely. Game, would you? Not a problem. Ian Dowie. We've got a comedy podcast called The Socially Distant Sports Bar. It's Liverpool versus Arsenal here at Anfield. It's the big kickoff. New player, Mike Bubbins, who got off with Ian Dowie in the week. Jurgen Klopp, of course, said that he's perfectly happy to play Bubbins in a front three alongside uh, Salah Firmino. 
Oh, Babin's 48 years of age has never played football, <laughs> but he snogged Ian Dowie for two and a half to three minutes as stipulated. According to Premier League guidelines, Dowie said he's got no idea how good Bubbins is. Word on the street is that he's not great, he's morbidly obese. It's about sport, but not really. He's not fit and he doesn't know where to stand. His first touch is woeful, and I mean woeful. But he got off with the entire last. Those are the rules, son. It's, it's, a new, it's a new guy that I don't agree with it. Gary don't agree with it. None of the explanations. I'm gonna die. Download it from wherever you get your podcasts. It's that time in the pod where we thank our lovely Patreons, the official sponsors of the Joe Marler Show. And we'll start with David. He's not from Barking. Darking. It's not that one, but our one. It's Bob Hope. Marcus. Aha! Partridge. Dave. Not North, but South. Worth. Josh. Not Jeff. Buckley. And Mary. <laughs> To be more like David, Bob, Marcus, Dave, Josh and Mary, go to patreon.com, search for Joe Marler Show and grow the show. Right, Joe, those were the ads. I think the ice cream is ready to taste. Now, um, what flavour would you like to choose first? Do you know what, Tom? I would love to try uh, licorice. First of all, I'd, I'd like to comment on the packaging. Yeah. It's lovely. Thank you. Uh, I have to credit oh. my partner for some of that because he got annoyed last time I was on the radio and I didn't mention him. So Kieran was involved in the packaging. But don't but nothing else. It. Oh you sound you, <laughs> you sound so pleased to have mentioned I'm just gonna mention Kieran because he got annoyed about not being on it. So uh Kieran Everybody, nueve, novanto nueve. I'll give you a novanto nuevo flecchio to take back with you, so you can. Try. Hang on, it's brown. Why is it brown? I thought licorice yeah. was black. Well, the powder is dark brown. I don't know what they put in it to make it black. Yeah. Okay. But it, right. it's the taste that's important. Right, I'm going in. This is one of these. Um, We've done a couple of these ASMR sessions. Yeah, we have, yeah. Haven't it? When you get... Uh, and they've not gone down well at all. No. The oh. listeners really, really hate me eating. eating. Maybe they'll be better off with ice cream rather than uh, dried meat. Because that, yeah. that takes a bit more... <laughs> you know, like a cow just grazing. <laughs> Rest in peace, cow. Eh? Oh, no, you don't kill it. There's <laughs> <laughs> no cow's blood in it. Oh, here we go. Oh, you got, we got, we got, you got to experience it the same. Oh, take a spoon out of one of Yeah. It's making enough noise. I've never heard someone make so much noise <laughs> eating ice cream. Oh my God, that is strong. Oh, that's so nice. The yeah. flavour I've got after as well. It's completely engulfed my mouth with warmth mm. and... The strength of the flavour at the back of my throat is wonderful. Oh my god! You get your own fucking. Pot. That's mine. <laughs> but I'm gonna 
flag up the fact that I don't ordinarily like licorice. Yeah, so if you don't like licorice, that might be. So I take a small bit. Not, yeah. Right. Here we go. Yeah. Oh yeah. You have to like licorice, really. You have to. You have to do yeah. small bits at a time, don't you? Yeah. Oh, I'm getting coffee at the start of that. Oh, here's the warmth. Oh, how's something so cold so hot? Yeah. This is like Willy Wonka's hot ice cream. What uh, what's, what flavour are you going for here, Tom? Joe, I'm going for the Seville orange marmalade. Would you like a little dip on are it Are you first? not meant to have like a... like a, Aren't you meant to have a sorbet in between ice creams to like yeah. wet the palate? Um, we brought a mojito. I can't see what I'm doing. This one is the mojito. Sorry, Julie, I don't want to... I don't, it, I, unfortunately, I get quite a lot of heat on this um podcast not just from the licorice but for things that i end up saying sometimes but i do need to point out that you just attempted to pull your headphones down <laughs> as if to put your glasses on as if to put them on as your glasses. <laughs> So I'm now going to do the rest of the podcast with mine pulled down across my eyes, That's if you don't look. mind. <laughs> sorry, I'm right, sorry for embarrassing you here. Passion fruit mojito. That one's, yeah. Thank so you very that much. Could this be is sorbet, is it? Yeah, that could be a palate cleanser. Lovely, thank you. It has got alcohol in it. Are you oh, all right with it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, joke. Have a jest on that. Mm. Passion fruit mojito. What's with the green stuff? Yeah, it's the bits out of the passion fruit. You know the little. Oh my pips. god! <clears throat> Bad. No. Oh. <laughs> Is that a bit minty? It's the mojito. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> you don't like it then? Oh my <laughs> god! My mouth is so wet. <laughs> The saliva is just drowning me right now, <laughs> but not in a bad way. Like, that is so sharp and delicious. Oh, fucking hell. The flavours, Julie, are so intense yeah. on this. Oh, yeah. it does it to me every time. Oh, that, That's the most refreshing thing I've ever sampled. That was amazing. Hang on. I forgot we're not meant to pick the whole thing. That was a palate cleanser. You're a pig. You're a pig. You're an absolute pig. Joe, do you want have a go at those the, the marmalade? The ma- I think I realise why I'm doing that. It's Lady hey, Marmalade. Sister, soul, That's it. sister. Marmalade. That's it. Sorry. Oh, it looks really nice. <laughs> Hand over his face. I don't think he likes that one. <laughs> that is rank. I'm so sorry. I have to. I have to be honest. It's important that we're upfront and honest. But no, I agree. It's not. It's not. It's not because the quality of ice cream's poor. It. It. It's a good quality oh, yeah. ice cream. You can tell the quality by the, by the, the texture in your mouth, um, and you can tell that it's a really good ice cream. It just tastes like um, ass, because <laughs> I don't like marmalade. Julie, can you describe, please, Joe's reaction as he tries the horseradish ice cream? Just live commentate on his ice cream. (laughs) He's pulling a fairly disgusting face. It smells horrible. I don't want to do this. It looks so pretty. And then I see the word horse, horse horseradish. Oh, it's horseradish. 
haven't you got to put a space in between horse and radish? It's Isn't not, it one word? Joe, I think if you took, put a space in, it would indicate that the flavouring was horse and radish. <laughs> <laughs> is horse radish one word? Yeah. Is it? Why is it called horse radish? Are you just delaying eating the horse? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here we go, Jim. Oh, it smells very <laughs> Yeah, wrinkling his nose up. What do you have so. it with? Beef, yeah. usually. Chocolate. It's great with the chocolate. Okay, excellent. Here we go. Uh, I can't do it. <laughs> Come on. I can't put it in. <laughs> Let's see if it clears your nasal passage. Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Sweet baby Jesus and the horse she rode in on. Horse radish. Oh, my God. There is a bit of a kick afterwards as well. That's such a weird thing, because it is horseradish, obviously, you know. But because it's cold... Yeah. It go, like it, it goes hot, it clears you, you're like, oh, God, that's so strong. And then the coolness, it's gone. That's So the sensation is good. It's a no from me, I'm afraid. No. I won't be invested in horseradish ice cream today. <laughs> it's interesting, Julia. He ch- he's choosing to cleanse his palate with the mojito. passion fruit mojito because it does cleanse it. It, it. I've just got. I could honestly, if I took that whole tub of uh, mojito passion fruit one and opened my mouth and bent over, <laughs> I would fill a pint glass. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> that's a bit weird, isn't it? But all oh, this, oh, this Belgian chocolate looks good. Yeah, now try that with the horseradish. Why is it always Belgian chocolate, though? Yeah, because Belgian chocolate is good quality chocolate. It's not your cheap rubbish. But how come they... You no, know, we don't want to use any... Um, American. Sort of, well, I was going to say Hershey's or... No, we want to use proper chocolate. Mm. Wonderful. <laughs> yeah? That chocolate is wonderful. Have I got to put horseradish with I'm not putting horseradish with that. <laughs> just do one horseradish with the chocolate and then you can have just chocolate. Right. <laughs> putting horseradish with this Belgian chocolate is like getting married, yeah, and on the same day you you watch your wife sleep with another man. <laughs> that's what I think is... That's the comparison. You put it together. Yeah. Oh, God. Here we go. One scoop of the horseradish. That was like a tiny little bit. That's not really a proper scoop oh, of the horseradish, is it? Oh, peer pressured. Oh, there we go. Okay, so he's got a big scoop of the horseradish with a bit of the Belgian on top, a little bit more Belgian to balance it up, and spoon approaching mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and he dropped the horseradish. <laughs> oh, missed, missed oh, <laughs> it's horrible. It's fucking rhapsody. <laughs> <laughs> what would you say that your best flavour that you've ever invented or in most enjoyed inventing? So if I, when I first started, I thought blueberry would be great. I really like the idea of blueberry. But I somehow got all the numbers wrong and I ended up with like millions of blueberries and this really stretchy kind of grey, horrendous... Ugh. It really put me off blueberries for a long, long time. But actually, we make a good... Maria sorted it out. We make a good blueberry and lemon curd now. But um, So we've done, but we've done a few things like uh, smoked salmon and chive. What? What? Yeah. Right, Joe, um, I want to see... 
Let's talk about some of your favourite all-round foodstuffs, and we'll find out from Julie if it would be possible to make it into an ice cream. Okay. So, Joe, when we were out the other night, you had, what were those ribs you had? Um, barbecue spare... No, they're baby back ribs. Yeah. You I mean, can... the thing is that you... The thing is that you could make an ice cream out of pretty much anything. It's just how you do it. So if you wanted to do, like smoked salmon rib whatever it was you would soak the meat or the fish in a hot mix and then you would leave it there for you know 24 hours or whatever then you'd strain it out and the cream and the milk would take on the flavor of of that what, what you'd put in there um, but you'd strain it out you're telling me <laughs> i can make a biltong ice cream yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you could. And are you telling me that you want to partner up with this podcast? Of course, yeah, we can do it. And we're going to start selling different varieties of meat-based ice creams. (laughs) Except that I don't actually eat meat. What? (laughs) Is it all right if Joe eats all the ice cream? Yeah, fine. (laughs) He will have to come to your your factory and sample it continuously. (laughs) Just Augustus Gloop turns it like, like, how are you doing? Um, we do Stilton and Cranberry at uh, Christmas, which is amazing. So you have it on a cracker with, you know, so you have biscuits and grapes and your Stilton and Cranberry. Why wouldn't and you I... just have Stilton and Cranberry on a cracker? Because <laughs> it's just boring, isn't it? <laughs> but you, you just described that it's the same thing. It doesn't. It's much more creamy. If you're doing the same thing with with the ingredients, it's kind of it's I, amazing. I question it. It's pointless. <laughs> I should have brought some. <laughs> it's just something fun, isn't it? What are you doing? Sure, I've got cake here. Yeah, have, have a slice of cake. What do you mean you've got cake? Is it a frozen cake? Yeah. What do you mean? Yes. <laughs> you got a frozen cake. I've got an ice cream cake. Here. Have you? What's yeah. an ice cream cake? Let I don't move. know where on earth I'm going to put it. There's Let so much mess now. I also feel, Joe, because these ice creams are melting, that yeah, we need to eat we... these at pace. You either eat them or I don't know if they've got. That's what freezer. I wanted to ask. Mm. Why aren't you allowed? If, so if I had this pot of Belgian chocolate and I got it out mm. and I left it on the side. Yeah. And I forgot about it. Just for the record, that would never happen. <laughs> I would never get an ice cream out and forget about it. That's not happened in my life. But let's say I have. And I've come back and it's completely melted. It's not been opened, but it's completely melted. Can I put that back in the freezer and refreeze it? On air, I have to say, absolutely not. Because what happens is that the bacteria in the milk and everything, which you pasteurise your milk and take it up to, you know, 82 degrees, hold it there, cool it down within an hour and a half. Then um, you've got rid of all the bacteria in it. But the minute it gets to sort of room temperature, the bacteria reawaken or whatever happens. And then if you freeze it, then you've frozen, potentially frozen bacteria in it. Right. So talk us through this magnificent creation. So chocolate... Belgian chocolate, <laughs> raspberry, and then Maxi Mimi, which is the orga- uh, just organic milk ice cream. So, like, mini milk. Who's saying mini milk is good? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I was so desperate to get that close to that. I don't know why. <laughs> 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 Not this is my ice cream. 
I had no idea yeah. I was going to come to work today. <laughs> work. <laughs> I had no idea I was going to come to work today and leave with diabetes. <laughs> Here's a question for both of you. What do you think the average number of licks is to finish a single scoop of ice cream? Oh, A single scoop? Mm. Does it not depend how big your tongue is? Yeah, I mean, Joe's number may be lower yeah, than the number five. of... Five. <laughs> uh, no, sorry. Oh, okay. Um, sorry, I just put that on my flaws. Um, <laughs> tongue as well as nose, apparently. Fuck you. Ooh, no. <laughs> 22. Joe? What did you ask? <laughs> I'm, <laughs> you I'm, I'm moving into a sugar coma, if I'm honest. We need to. <laughs> the answer the average number of licks to finish a single scoop of ice cream is 50. 50? Do you reckon that number is not artificial? Do you think it reflects the number of scoops of ice cream eaten by children? No. <laughs> Let's do some ice cream facts. Joe. Okay, yeah, sorry, yes, ice yes, cream yes. Facts. Okay. So you go for it. Um, Julie, being the ice cream expert that mm. we've brought on today, I really, really hope that you know the answer to this. Mm, it sounds like I'm not going to. What year was the first... Oh, my <laughs> What year was the first written ice cream recipe? Oh, I don't know. 500 AD or something. When okay. it was made out of... We'll go with some... that answer because I yeah. think it's best that we make sure that our ice cream es- expert is right and not <laughs> not wrong that it was actually 1665. <laughs> no, no. To be fair, the first... No, even all fair, the yeah. first... That was the first written recipe in 1665. Right. That apparently was first known. But the first ice cream-like yeah. food that was eaten was in 1618 AD yeah, in I China. So. And it was, uh, Snow it was King Tang of Shang. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even made He's that made up. <laughs> What's he called? His name was King Tang of Shang. <laughs> He had 94 ice men who helped to make a dish of buffalo milk, flour and camphor. camphor. A kind of ice cream was then invented in China around 200 BC when a milk and rice mixture was frozen by packing it into snow. Is that how you make yours? No. Oh. They used to make it in ice houses which were packed with straw and ice, and they used to bring the ice down the River Thames in barges. And so rich people would have it. There's an ice really? house up on Hampstead Heath, yeah. It's almost like a cave, isn't there? There's one at, in a stately home near where I live, and it's sort of cut into the side of a yeah. hill. And like you said, they pack all the snow in there yeah. in winter. No, we do it in a more modern way. <laughs> Next fact, please, Joe. The tallest ice cream cone in the oh. world. What was it? I'll give you a clue. 300 metres. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell! It's taller than that's the highest wor- building. That's worse. That's worse than me thinking the longest ladder climb was 114 kilometres. <laughs> <laughs> that's worse, surely. Does Julie takes it? Julie takes the biscuit. You take the biscuit. You have that. It was nine feet. Nine feet, right. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know? What that says to me is that Julie has subconsciously considered the engineering required <laughs> yes. and it could thinks be bigger. that it could be bigger. Yeah. 
Yeah. 300 metres. <laughs> Let me just, Joe, you do the next fact. I'm going to find out how many buildings are over 300 metres. Okay. It's always... It's always Americans that I get facts on. I don't know why. So the average American consumes how many pints of ice cream a year? Ooh, um, 25? Double it. 50? 45. Gosh, yeah, that's a lot, isn't it? <laughs> Sorry, I meant, dub- I meant double it. I meant double it. Minus. Double it and take some off. <laughs> oh, <fuck laughs> Have I been drugged? These ice creams are making me like, I don't know. I'm high as a kite. Yeah, it's the sugar. Feel, isn't yeah, it? and, right. and our ice cream doesn't even contain very much sugar. So does that mean you, know, you don't want a piece of ice cream cake? Hey, don't ever say that. <laughs> you don't say that. <laughs> I want some cake. I want some cake. I want it now. Just while you're cutting that cake, um, just to reference the 300 meter high <laughs> ice cream cone, <laughs> that would be approximately three times the height of St Paul's Cathedral. <laughs> oh yeah. Picture that now. Look at that. How, how are you scooping an ice cream on that? Are you putting, how big's the scoop then got to yeah. be? Christ. Imagine yeah. that, the dome Jeez. of the ice cream cone rising over the London skyline. Yeah, that would be great, wouldn't it? I think we need to do that. Right, Tom, how are we going to wrap this up? Because I really want to try that ice cream cake. We're going to wrap it up like that. Joe, it's probably time that we wrapped up this podcast only for the reason there is an almost whole ice cream cake in front of us and you you can't even hear what I'm saying. You're just staring at the ice cream cake. You've lost the ability to process the words that I'm saying. You just, what are you thinking? Cheers, Julie. Cheers, Tom. <laughs> get out of the way. Just give that cake. Oh, fucking hell, I just want the cake. Give me the cake. Give me the cake. Give me the cake. Please. Please. Please can I have the cake. Actually, there's nothing to eat it with. There's a plate! And I've got a mouth. <laughs> I don't need anything else. Joe, um, ordinarily at this point in the podcast, we discuss the guest and what we've learnt. Shut up. But we've both got a large piece of ice cream cake. I'd never heard of ice cream cake. And um, Oh, that's strawberry. Raspberry. It's so good. I have no idea why we're recording a fucking podcast <laughs> about us eating ice cream <laughs> but I don't care it tastes so good I thought Julie was wonderful I um, I thought I'd struggle when she came in and said oh a bit worried I'm not really the right demographic for this show and now I was a bit worried about swearing in front of him getting a bit too blue but then the ice creams came out and all my worries went away and that's why I think ice cream's such an important staple in the British way. Now, that, was <laughs> such, that was such a good summary so, until the final word. What word should I have said in the British in British society? In British, way of life? In the British way of life, okay. So if, Hang on, I've got, oh, to get, so, got to give them one just so I can fold it in. They can fold it in, can't they? Yeah. <laughs> in the British way of life Joe that's lovely if you are listening to this and you haven't been repulsed by the sound of Joe and I eating ice cream and you'd like to support the show search for Joe Marler Show on Patreon if you'd like another podcast to listen to we'd recommend American Vigilante now this is a brand new show 
and it could be the best podcast of the year. It's about a man named KC who lives off-grid somewhere in the US and takes the law into his own hands. He might have killed people. He claims to have saved the lives of abducted children. He could just be a massive fantasist. We're not sure, but he's captivating and you should listen to him. Go and subscribe now. Search for American Vigilante in your podcast app. Who's on next, mate? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, Joe. We haven't decided yet. Shall we eat some ice cream? Oh, I've got a dentist in the week, and I... <laughs> He's going to judge me for this. Yeah. Sod him. <laughs> Crowd Network. A place where you belong. Sports Social Podcast Network.